0: Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Back before pumpkin pies were even a glimmer in the eyes of bakers, pleistocene era mastodons, mammoths, and giant sloths were spreading the seeds of these fruit far and wide. Anywhere that these huge animals, collectively known as megafauna, roamed, would become a dumping ground, if you'll pardon the pun, for the seeds of pumpkins, squash, and other members of the genus Cucurbetta, which would then spring up from those seeds. But while these wild fruits were nourishing giant animals, these ancestral pumpkins were not yet part of the diet of humans or smaller animals due to the plant's toxicity and bitter taste. A study by an international group of researchers who looked at gourd and squash seeds in mastodon dung has shown that the extinction of megafauna about 12,000 years ago led in a rather roundabout way to the evolution of cucurbita from the toxic and bitter into the pasty pumpkins and other winter squash that we enjoy for Thanksgiving, and which in turn evolved into the now ubiquitous pumpkin spice lattes, beers, and ice creams. Uh, though, note, there is a difference between pumpkin flavoring and pumpkin spice flavoring. Uh, the latter may be made up with fall pie spices, like allspice, cinnamon, ginger, and nutmeg, and have no actual pumpkin flavoring involved. Uh, but how could the extinction of megafauna back then lead us, even in a roundabout way, to autumn's most used fall flavor now? Think of coevolution. That is, when two or more species mutually affect each other's evolution. For the article this episode is based on, HowStuffWorks spoke with Lee Newsom, co author of the study in question and an associate professor of anthropology at Penn State. She said, There's a whole suite of plants that have co evolved. It's called dispersal mutualism with animals. There's a large number that are co evolved with mammals. Some just hitch a ride on mammal fur, then ultimately fall off somewhere. The fruit of other plants, such as the wild gourds that giant sloths and woolly rhinos chowed on, are eaten and their seeds expelled, maybe miles from where the original plant grew. Imagine automobile-sized mastodons running rampant across the environment of what's now North Florida and Georgia, eating wild gourds, then expelling seeds, which are still lodged in the dung that Newsom and her team found and studied. As the environment warmed following the most recent ice age, and the large mammals became extinct, Newsom explained, quote, the plants were left without their primary partner and disperser. But enter a new partner, us. And Newsom explained, by then, humans were present and were starting to make use of wild gourds and squash for containers, and ultimately, humans are planting the seeds and changing them the plants evolved and adapted to the new environment, smaller animals found that some of the cucurbita didn't taste as bitter anymore. Over the dozen millennia that have passed since the end of the Pleistocene Ice Age, wild gourds and squash evolved into the tasty foods we eat today. So next time you're chowing down on a pumpkin pie, squash casserole, or pumpkin spice latte, remember the mastodons and their dung. Without the demise of megafauna, pumpkins might have remained bitter and unpleasant to our palate, and would have a much less flavorful diet. Today's episode is based on the article, Mastodons and Mammoths Gave Their Lives So You Could Have a Pumpkin Spice Latte, on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Karen Kirkpatrick. BrainSense is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com, and is produced by Tyler Klang.